Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world, reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future, and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. We're going to talk improving your marketing, improving your business through a fractional integrator. How, how to hire a full-time integrator faster, better with hiring a fractional integrator. Why an integrator will actually improve your marketing results. Uh, we're going to talk about Jamie's Barbie Beach House uh, podcast coming up. Jamie, say hi. Hello. Jamie is with Catalyst Integrators. She, um, we're going to talk about how to become a fractional integrator, what to avoid in an integrator. We're going to talk about the triggering thoughts, the danger of full-time integrator hire right off the bat, what to get an integrator for Christmas, and how to be more intentional. Um, like I said, hiring a full-time integrator by hiring a fractional integrator first. All this on the Garlic Marketing Show, but first this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. Of course, one of the best ways to grow your business is through customer stories. I'll learn how to increase your sales, your marketing results, and your operations through customer stories and uh, improve all of your EOS needs. Uh, grab the book, uh, Amazon Video Testimonials that Land the Big Fish. It'll help you do all that. All right, let's get started. So we were talking before the show about Disney, and I'm going to have a special screen share of Jamie's market <laughs> during this <laughs> and show you all the amazing merch she has. But we're going to talk about having an integrator today. When to get one? When do you need one? How to find the right one? Do you need a fractional one? how it's going to affect your marketing and get you results. And also then if you get great marketing, what you know, being ready for it, because it's like, it's a kind of a chicken and egg thing. Um, Jamie, before we get started with all of that, tell me a little bit about yourself and Catalyst Integrators. So a bit about me, the fun things are that I live in Phoenix. Technically I'm in Glendale over near Cardinal stadium. We're about to get this amazing new theme park with a Barbie beach house. Wow. I'll most likely be taking my zoom calls from the Barbie beach house moving forward. Nice. Um, you're prepared for that. I'm a dog mom. I've got two dogs. You can follow them on their Instagram at two blind pups. Um, wow. They're my babies. Um, I'm still waiting for the tax credit situation for having dogs instead of kids. Um, yes. That would be wonderful. You can write them off now. I say you can. Okay. I'll let myself, you know, <laughs> I am said, I, yeah. So I've been, uh, an integrator or a CEO running companies on EOS for about the last eight years. I was a full-time integrator CEO in a company here in the Valley and just got to a point in my career where I was like, well, what's the next step for me? Oh, you hit that ceiling. Cause you're not typically going to become the visionary right? So what's next for you other than start over or start with a new company or, you know, just conduct at a very rapid growth rate with your current company. So I stumbled into the world of fractional in about 2018. So before the pandemic, and I wanted to work from home. I wanted to be able to care for my special needs dogs. I also owned a boutique, uh, which again, leads into this store <laughs> concept that I just couldn't let go of that, that you're going to love. Um, and just through my passion of wanting to help multiple companies at the same time, it really just was such a good fit. So I could take my experience and all of the knowledge that I had gained and go in and help companies that were at a growth stage where they needed that 
that experience and that support. So that's kind of how Catalyst was born was I was a fractional integrator by myself for about a year or two and realized that other full-time integrators also wanted to transition into fractional. Paulina Walters on my team, she was my guinea pig, she'll call herself, that we helped transition her from full-time to fractional. And that's how it was all kind of born and came to life where now we've helped seven integrators transition from full-time to fractional, xing, 10xing their impact, working with more clients, working less, helping out more. And we talked about this before, but I want to talk to you about it is you don't have integrators that are that read EOS and now say I'm an integrator, correct? All of the integrators on our team have ran companies on EOS. They've used the framework in practice. They're not coming from theory from, oh, I picked up traction and this sounds cool. I'm going to go say I'm a fractional integrator and train people on this. We're really giving people the, the ability to take all of their experience in growing companies, growing leadership teams, rolling out EOS tools, we're just helping them with the bit of going fractional, right? Going from a W-2 to a 1099 and going from one client to multiple clients and getting their organization system in place. So that's how we help. At what point, if someone's looking to become a fractional integrator, what point should they become a fractional integrator? So I would say my advice is always, if you've seen multiple, what I would call growth stages in a company, right? You're taking a company from a handful of team members or startup all the way into, you know, you're building depth of leadership. You've some years go by where you're really understanding you know, different seasonalities and different trends and different things that are going on to where you can really pack that into your toolbox. That's going to help set you up for success in a career as being a fractional executive because you're coming in to teach people the things that they don't know and you're saving them from speed bumps and saving them from all of these headaches that they can avoid because you're like, hey, nope, I see this coming. Warning. So for somebody that's considering this as a career, what I love is and there's people I've talked to at this point two years ago that I've given this advice to, hey, go all in with a company. Own that integrator seat fully. Really understand what that role is. That's going to set you up for success to transition to fractional because we're seeing the market flood. Everyone and their mom right now, it feels like, oh, I want to go be fractional. It's really, there's so many people out there calling themselves fractional anything, right? CMO, CFO, CFO. You've really got to know your stuff to set yourself apart and to also like not dilute the concept of fractional and make people not understand what it truly is and is meant to be. So at what point should a business start looking for an integrator? So in most cases, we've got founder led at the top. It's just you by yourself. You're wearing all the hats. And then you make a few key hires, right? And you've got some holes maybe in your leadership team. You've got doers and you've got people that are trying to be strategic so as you're going and growing, once you start realizing as that founder that you're truly actually in two roles at the top, you're in this visionary concept role and this integrator concept role, again, all through the concepts from Gina Wickman's book, Traction, is that when you've got these two seats, it's typically one person to start and it needs to separate into two. Most visionaries or founders struggle with understanding how to separate the two. 
bringing in a fractional integrator can help them to identify, hey, these are the things I should do. Help guide the way to open that door so that you can model it and they can see what it's meant to be. A lot of times it's hard to see what that should be and see that there's two roles. So the readiness factor really there is if you're saying, man, I wish I had a thought partner. I really wish I had somebody that I could unpack ideas with and wonder when, and then somebody that's going to then take that and make it happen. And it's not just all on me. Those are some of like the triggering thoughts of readiness factor that I would say typically. I mean, I, most of our clients are at a place where they're there or they've had someone before in the past that maybe wasn't a right fit. So they're trying to understand what the role really should be and get a grasp on it so that when they're ready to hire full time, there's a clear picture on who they need and who they're looking for. A lot of turnover in that leadership seat and that COO seat can be pretty damaging to a company. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen that. I've experienced it. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. And I talk to people about this because the integration, so many businesses we work with, you know, either the marketing works really well. And then they start to grow and they're not ready for that growth or the marketing doesn't get off the, because we do our stuff, but they don't use it properly or they're not there enough because they get a little bit busy. So the marketing stalls because they don't have someone really helping to run it from the inside. And and talk to me a little bit about the integrator's role when it comes to connecting to marketing. I love that. So it's this harmonious connection of You've got the visionary setting the tone and the vision for the company, the integrator harmoniously integrating all the major functions and bringing everyone together full circle, keep that that view of what are our goals and what are the things we're doing that are going to help us reach that. We've seen different setups of leadership team. The, The most popular, more common ones we're seeing right now is actually that there is some sort of head of people or HR on the team, people experience, employee experience, somebody really owning that people component. That sales and marketing function that kind of gets lumped into one, which is really in in most cases two, when we're seeing that kind of work together, if we don't have a strong foundation operationally for clarity, consistency, meetings, all of those things, if we don't have that, it doesn't matter all of the work that you're going to do as marketing, you're going to go in this direction and bring in all these leads and do all this work. But if operations can't sustain it or fulfill it right now you've got a different problem that's going to pop up yeah oh for sure the other thing i see and it's you you can't fulfill it properly but also most entrepreneurs have a hard time staying focused on one marketing campaign (laughs) you know oh they want to do this marketing thing and they have this great big idea and then by the time you get the campaign launched then they're like i want to do this instead and I'm guilty of that too. So I'm not like, but I'm like, oh yeah, shiny object. How does an integrator help with that, prevent that from happening, etc.? So one of the tools that we use is the VTO, which is our vision traction organizer, right? Our business plan. If we got, if we've got some clear direction there on what our goals are this quarter, this year, looking forward, where we can be more intentional and strategic with what we're to intentionally do in the future, right? Then we're not going to be chasing our tail where finally once things catch up, it's too late or we drop the ball or it wasn't 
what we thought it was going to be, right? We're behind the times or behind, you know, what you're talking about. It's like, oh, by the time we've gotten there and arrived, eh, it's not really the thing anymore. So how do we come together as a leadership team, have that intentional focus, have those conversations, look ahead and predict a lot better. So that way we can be clear and make sure we're always on that right track. And we're not going to get too far and spend too much or too much time or energy going in the wrong direction because we're keeping so clearly tight to what we want to stay focused on. Does that? Oh, it makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah. because you need someone to remind you what you're doing. And, and kind of, on the, I always look at the integrator too. Is one of the things I think is an important idea behind it too is that tension between the visionary and the integrator that it shouldn't be this oh, the integrator just does what the visionary said. Right. Yeah. That, I think that there, there's sometimes some confusion on the integrator's role being like the ax dropper or the bearer of bad news, the person who says no to everything, the dream killer. There's, you know, there's some stigmas there, some, some labels and some things that are not, you know, obviously going to be helpful. The visionary and the integrator getting and staying on the same page because the visionary is the one that's going to have a thousand ideas and go to a mastermind and come back with a thousand more. And the integrator is the one that's sitting here with the plan. Okay. Now, what do we do with that? Do we park that for a little bit? Do we stop everything and redo? Like they're that person that picture like Tony Stark. Here's my Disney reference. Tony Stark in front of the like board and he's moving the things and he's changing stuff up and he's building things. That to me is the integrator, right? Like yeah. big idea came in. Okay. How do we plug and play that in? And then how do we go out and then communicate that and make it a very clear. So we're not giving the team whiplash, but we're also yeah. not telling the dreams that the visionary has. We just have to be that voice of reason and connection to the whole team to communicate through purpose and all of that. Yeah, no, I you know it's funny. I was, you were saying all that and actually I had another Disney reference that popped to my head too. Uh, because we're both Disney fans and it's, it's the biggest one, Walt and Roy, because Walt would, Walt had so many ideas and Roy developed a filing system. Do you know about the filing system for that? Yeah. Where Roy would be like, okay, you've got this idea until we get done with this idea. Then what we're working on, we can't work on this one. It's such a crucial thing because you need it. You don't want, like you said, don't want to be a dream killer, but you need someone going, Hey, this is how much money we have and you're burning through it. Let's get this done and out there. And Walt would always fight with Roy about the stuff and, uh, but still you can't argue with that level of success. And arguably there would be no Walt Disney without Roy as his integrator. A hundred percent. I don't know. I need to send you a picture. I have probably the only tattoo of Roy Disney in existence on my leg. And people ask me all the time. They're like, look, it's Walt. And they're like, who's that guy? And I'm like, <laughs> that's Roy. And if Roy wasn't around, there would no. be no Disney World. There would be a, a lot of these things never would have gotten off the ground if he was not there as the integrator. He had other accountabilities like finance and stuff, but like he's he's just as big of a hero to me and no one really knows who he is. He's amazing. And one of my favorite quotes is about branding from Roy Disney Jr. He said, branding is what you do to cattle and because they're arguing over the brand. And the, do you know about that story with the shareholders oh, meeting? No. Oh, like this was during the Eisner era. And uh, if you haven't read Disney Wars, it's like one of my favorite books because it's like the whole Eisner story and just the interior battles that they had. But Roy got up and he's like, brains, what you do to cattle, people buy stories. And it's all that stuff around Roy and Walt, but it's that, it's that mix 
that makes big businesses happen. You see it with Steve Jobs and in, in the movie. The, what was the movie? Was it Steve Jobs? <laughs> was that the, I forget the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but in behind every one of these great people, there was an integrator making this stuff happen. And I think it's absolutely crucial. You know, I was thinking through this. I'm like, I think you need a t-shirt for your store. That's like, without Roy, there'd be no Walt. Yes. Because you can say that and they can't brand. That's right. They can't get you for that. Okay. New shirt idea. New shirt idea. I've got like 8,000 shirt ideas, but that's yours. If you scroll down far enough, did you see my OG VI duo with Walt and Roy? No, I did not see that. That's in there. I really enjoy making memes, so I put I I'm make funny meme things like EOS jokes that are hilarious to me. I, I know I was going through a website and then I hit the shop and I'm like, did I go to another website? <laughs> I, pur- I purchased all of this stuff. And I, w- I should have worn it today. Oh I got- my god! You need right. the full suit on. Why do you not have the suit on today? I, I'm sorry. You have to crank your AC. <laughs> I'd have to crank my AC. I'm in Florida. Uh, but w- let me see here. So basically like. Uh, look at this. You can't bullshit an integrator. Oh, Folks, if you're listening to this, you got to go to the YouTube and, look, and we just should go to her website and buy some stuff. There's stuff out. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. See, there it is. But I need to put that on a shirt, right? Dude, I, I think you, if I would rock the, it, there would be no Walt without Roy. Without Roy, there'd be no Walt shirt everywhere. Every time I went to Disney, and then okay. I, I need people, to work on some more Disney reference merch. We're gonna brainstorm that right here, folks, and it's gonna be the top selling T-shirt of the next holiday season. That's right. Oh my God, I speak fluent visionary. That's great too. I need to get that one. These are all amazing. If you all are in EOS, you need to just go buy all this. If you have an integrator, you need to send them all of these things. All the- and I hear there's gonna be a Black Friday. So. You've um, also got. There's book lists on there. If you're like, hey, what are good books that my integrator should read? Or I'm an integrator. What should I read? We've got book lists with links. Where, where do I find that? Recommended, recommended reading. There's the libraries and all of the books. These are all books look, that look my integrators on my team. Oh, look at that. Look at this book. Video Testimonials Land the Big Fish. Oh my I God. think everyone needs to buy that book right away. Yeah. <laughs> these are great books. I mean, these are some of my favorites. Yeah, Working Genius. Yeah, Radical Candor. Who Not How. Five Dysfunctions of Team. I mean, this is just an amazing book list. I don't know why I haven't shared this yet. You will all get it. So, do if you you're guys not... do Working Genius? Do you do you yeah, use? Working we Genius? haven't like fully done it. We've started to. It's amazing. It's been wonderful for us. We've got so two two of my integrators on the team are Working Genius certified through Table Group. Mm-hmm. And we did the readbacks and we use it in common language now. So it's literally, hey, I have something I want to wonder about. I'll put it in Slack. You know, if I need to chat about it outside of a meeting and oh. team members will be like, oh, hey, I'd love to wonder on that with you. Like, I'll call you later and we can just stay high level and we don't galvanize. We don't get into actually figuring it out. Because again, as you can imagine, my entire team is integrators so all we want to do is like figure shit out and make it happen. So we get stuck sometimes in that wonder or phase where we want to have those conversations and not just like move into making it happen. So it's been really helpful for us using the language around working genius and also understanding your frustrations at times too. And I believe that they can change. Yeah, that's awesome. It's such a good idea. 
of using working genius in Slack like that, or mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Cause it's, I, cause I always have 8,000, my wife's most dreaded phrase is I wake up going, I got an idea. <laughs> so if it doesn't belong on the issues list, cause if we add it to our issues list in our weekly meeting, we'll put that as the title. So it would say like all caps wonder, and then it'd be the thing we're going to wonder oh. about. So then when we go into it, kind of no teed up, this is a topic where we're going to wonder about this or, Hey, I need some help galvanizing this. Like who's got capacity, who can help get some of this stuff through. So just putting the language around it is helpful. I love it. And coming back to the fractional integrators, how do you decide who's the best integrator for you? Like, how are you figuring that out when you're getting someone a fractional integrator? Like, how are you going? This is the one you need. So specifically for like our match, what I consider our match process, A, I feel like in general, there's a minimum baseline for our team of experience, knowledge of EOS, that kind of stuff. Quality, culture fit, ability to um, have a presence and have vibe and energy and stuff. We work virtually. So everyone needs to, at a minimum, have a lot of those things. But to match someone, I'm looking at a few different factors. What are they needing? Do they need an integrator mentor? Do they need somebody to fully sit and own that seat? How important is industry knowledge for them? Or are we coming in to bring EOS and operational maturity and leadership? And we'll ask curious questions about their industry that'll help them get to the right answer. Maybe that's less important that we have industry experience. I try to tease that out with our visionaries when I meet with them to see what they value, what's important to them, what they need help with. Then from there, I can look internally at my team and see who's a right fit for them based on time zone, capacity, experience, just general fit and personality style. We can go down a path of matching with assessments like Colby. Um, We'll look at things like Working Genius. We've got Culture Index, DISC, Predictive Index. So there's a multitude of ways we can really look to match a puzzle piece fit. What I'll say is that puzzle piece fit is way more important for a full-time integrator visionary duo than it is fractional. That makes sense. Coming in as those assassins, like high level, we're not playing the office politics. We're not in the day to day. We're not going to be there forever. We're the interim. Mm. So the match in terms of puzzle piece of, are we an exact match for all of our assessments kind of stuff to me, wouldn't be a hill that I would die on at that part in the game. I would take that time to find that right person while you have a fractional in place, keeping things moving. Now you can be slow and intentional to hire somebody that engage that fit or promote someone from within. That's always great practice too. If you've got that badass person that has integrator profiling and wants that seat, let's take the next year to groom them up and get them fit into that seat. That's that's typically a win-win for everybody too. That's a great point too. It's like promoting someone from within. And I've known a lot of people have done it, but it's like you're and it's tough if they're not already an integrator for them to just become an integrator, but you have this like on the job training with someone who's an expert. And, and, and I'd love the idea of being able to take your time. That value of, yeah, you're not getting in, cause I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, it, it's so much cheaper. I, I can spend twice as much, but get someone full time. But I'm like, yeah, but if you get the wrong person, 
or they're not able to do the job, it gets much, much more expensive to the point where you're saying if you have the wrong person in that seat, it can destroy your company. Even Mm -hmm. can it? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you're that face of all things, culture leading through the visionary. It's such a crucial role to plug in at that full-time capacity. And what I'll say is fractional can work for most companies for quite a while. What I would say is, and I need to make some sort of a visual rather than just using my hand gestures, but if you're rapidly growing at a rate where somebody full-time is owning the integrator seat, because there's so many moving parts, there's, you're expanding, you're in patients, you're, you've got a board you report to, you know, you're adding new vertical. Like if you're that entrenched as an integrator in the company quickly, that's to me a full-time role. In most cases, integrators, fractional in general, you're sitting in multiple seats usually. Like during my career, I was integrator and director of operations. That made a full-time job. When I went just to my integrator seat, once I hired somebody for ops, I looked around and was like, I don't have enough stuff to do. Like we're not growing rapidly. My visionary was entering into another business. We were just maintaining. I'm like, I could be here a day a week and that- could suffice. It also depends on if somebody can be in person or not too. That's a big deciding factor. Like I had a manufacturing facility in Northern California, 300 people in a facility and I'm the only one not there. There's no way that I can walk the shop floor, that I can be part of all hands meetings. That's just not reality. They needed somebody full-time there in person eventually to run that day-to-day stuff. Because what happens is you've got somebody then popping into the visionary's office on the spot rather than calling me because I'm not there. So yeah. in person is crucial at a certain point as well. That, yeah. Especially for that type of business, you need someone in person, but also yeah, I know everyone likes virtual, but I feel like we were talking about like being able to have those off the cuff conversations is, is so important and it's just impossible to have them over zoom. So having, I think if you go full time, you want someone local ish for you, at least. Um, this is a great point. And I think that point you made too, about being able to take your time. I was talking to my friend who's moving and he, they sold their house and they had to buy a new house in, in a month. And I'm like, that's a big commitment. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, I need an integrator. I need to find someone in the next 90 days or even 120 days. I'm like, I, the house we're in now, we spent two and a half years because we were like, we knew exactly what we wanted. And, you know, I made this whole huge list of stuff. Um, and it's it, to that point, it's, it also probably lets you know what you want and don't want, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. When you go fractional. Yeah. It, yeah. It really helps you get a sense of, it's like you're, you're dating, yeah. right? You're like, oh, okay. I like this. I don't like this. I could see this person doing that or, oh, I didn't realize that it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be of a lift. Maybe we need to figure out things that that person should do or now I can actually scale my vision and my goals up a little bit more. I was playing it safe because I didn't have the right people there to support. Now I can really expand my vision a little bit more because I see the possibility of what a strong second in command could do for me. So it really is very helpful. And I'm glad that it was, it's become more understood and, and it's helping so many companies. Awesome. Awesome. So if someone wants to buy a t-shirt or work with you, they can go to catalystintegrators.com. There they can find all the gifts for their integrator. As well, if they don't have one, they can hire a fractional integrator. Um, So tell me a little bit about the process of working with Catalyst. So 
we do a discovery call. That's our first step as the visionary, meeting with the visionary, hearing what they've got going on. I'm not a hard sell kind of person. I'm like a, most people are coming to me at a place where they don't really know what they need. So I'm like, okay, again, my integrator kicks in a little bit. I'm like, let's figure it out. What are you looking for? What are your expectations? Where where do you want to go? How do you want to grow? And we can figure that kind of stuff out in terms of what they need. And then from there, I can say, yes, we've got you. We can help. They meet with an integrator on my team where they meet together. They see if they're a fit. They scope out what their expectations are together. And then they get off to the races and start working together. Um, sometimes I, I advise, hey, you've got that time. You've got that runway. Things are fine right now. Your spend might be better for you to go full time if you can do that right now. Or... Hey, I know this other fractional. I'm very abundant mindset. I know lots of fractionals in the community. So maybe if I'm like, oh, this person would be so much better for you and is a fit and is local or whatever you need, I'm going to make that introduction and send people in that way. I want people to feel like they've got resources and options. And it's obviously never good to interview from a pool of one. So I love hearing when they're like, oh, we're talking to other fractionals. That's good you're interviewing, right? Make sure that you've got your clear list of the things you're you're wanting and expecting and that you can feel that fit. And yeah, so that's a little bit about working with us. You can directly message me on LinkedIn. You can email, you can send, come to our website and we'll get with you and help you figure out what you need, what you're looking for. Another big part of what we do is we mentor and coach integrators. So say you've got somebody that you think is great or, or needs a little bit of coaching to get up and ready for the role, or maybe you're not feeling that visionary integrator rocket fuel that you're wanting, bring us in. We can help talk through some of the tools and strategies, things that we've developed, our team members have developed, that we can use some of our assessments and things like Working Genius. We've got Lead Now certifications. So we kind of help bridge some of that stuff. So you're kind of tripping through it. Um, and we can give a lot of resources to integrators that need support or peer groups or whatever else out there recommended reading a cool t-shirt whatever you need yeah a track suit no i think it's looking back and you know eight years of going through eos it's probably would have fast forwarded four years and you think about that four years Mm -hmm. i could have saved with something like this but you didn't exist back then but (laughs) i think it's if anyone is struggling but even if you're not running eos you should think about it and, you know, if you're thinking about running EOS, think about this type of level of engagement. It'll take a lot of pressure off you. But not only that, I think it, it releases people to do their best job, you know, which could be sales and marketing, really growing the business instead of worrying about what's going to happen after I do that big sale. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Jamie, we'll put a link to all this in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. It was great. And if you all are thinking about a fractional integrator, definitely give Jamie and her team a call. Uh, We'll put all the links in the show notes. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, you need to go watch us on YouTube, subscribe over on YouTube and look at all the cool merch on YouTube. You can also go to our website and check it out. And hopefully by the next time this is on, we've got the, there would be no Walt (laughs) t-shirt. I'm going to have a background. Disney consumers all over you. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for taking Jamie and I in your journey. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know what will make you an authority? 
you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook. 